I feel the presence of the Lord here in such a powerful way. Is anybody thankful for his presence this morning? Hallelujah. Can we clap our hands one more time and give him praise? Jesus. Amen. We serve a wonderful Savior. If you'll remain standing, if we could turn to the word of the Lord. Amen. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 66. Amen. The book of Isaiah, chapter 66. Amen. I am excited about what Jesus has in store for today. Amen. And I believe he has great things. Somebody shout, great things. Jesus has great things for us as his people. Amen today. Bear with me. I'm trying to get him to my own iPad so I can read the word of the Lord. Amen. If you see it on the screen, say amen. 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 If you have it in your Bible, say amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Bible says in Isaiah 61, verses 66, verses 1 and 2, Thus saith the Lord, the heaven is my throne. And the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me? And where is the place of my rest? For all those things hath mine hand made. And all those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man, or to this woman, will I look. Even to him that is poor and of a contrite. Spirit. I want to read it in the Amplified Version today. It says this in the Amplified. Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Where then is a house that you could build for me? And where will my resting place be? For all these things my hand has made. So all these things came into being by and for me, declares the Lord. But to this one, I will look graciously to him who is humble and contrite in spirit and who reverently trembles at my word and honors my commands. Amen. I want to continue on the subject that we began last Sunday on building Altars, building altars. Can we pray one more time before we're seated today? Lord Jesus, we feel your presence here in such a powerful way in this house today. We have come to worship you. We've come to bring the sacrifice of praise in your house today, Lord. Lord God, let us, Lord God, devote ourselves, dedicate ourselves to building altars of prayer and sacrifice and worship unto your great name. That, Lord, that we would live our lives as living sacrifices unto your great name and that Lord it would be pleasing in your sight and we give your name all the glory all the honor and all the praise and everybody said in Jesus name amen one more time in Jesus name amen amen let's clap our hands unto the Lord as we're seated today hallelujah thank you Jesus amen we serve a great God today amen And so the Lord here is speaking to Isaiah, saying, I've made the earth. What will you build for me? Isaiah is desiring to build something to honor and and worship 
the Lord. Amen. But, but the Lord said, I've made everything. What could you create for me? What could you possibly build for me? The heaven's my throne and the earth is my footstool. It's, it's my resting place. It's, it's for us men who, when our wives tell us, take your feet off the table, you know, it's, it's, that's, that's how God is with earth. It's the earth is his footstool. What can you build for me? But let me tell you what will get my attention, Isaiah. To this one, to this individual, to this man, to this woman will I look. And it's to him who is humble and contrite in spirit and who reverently trembles and honors my commands. These are the commands of God. Make no mistake. There's not another command. There's not another word. There's not another word from God. There's not another voice of God. This is the voice of God. And the voice of God always aligns with his word. God will never tell you and he'll never tell me something. Amen. That is contrary to his word because he said his word is forever settled in heaven. That means amen after before I got here and after I leave this world, God's word is forever settled. And as the world is ever changing, I serve a God that cannot change. He said, I'm the same God today, yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, come on, somebody. Is there anybody glad who serves a God who doesn't change in this house? <laughs> Hallelujah. Genesis 8. 15 and 17, or through 17, the Bible says, And God spake unto Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife and thy sons, and thy sons' wives with thee. Bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee, of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle, and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, that they may breed abundantly, in the earth and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. I'm going to skip a few verses for time's sake. Amen. Verse 20. You see, what's happening here is Noah's been on the ark for quite some time. Amen. And God is by his grace spared Noah and his wife, his sons and their wives and all the animals that God commanded Noah to preserve and brought on the ark. And now... The floods have resided, and God is commanding Noah to get off the ark and bring the animals that were preserved on the ark with him that they may breed in the earth and multiply. In verse 20, it says, hey, man, they've just gotten off the ark. They're stepping on dry land for the first time in over a year. All the life of the earth, except for that which was on the earth, has perished. On the ark has perished. And Noah's first action, this is what he does. The Bible says, and Noah builded an altar unto the Lord. And took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. I'm going to touch on the rest of that verse in just a moment. The Lord smelled a sweet savor. It was not just the aroma of food or animals being a burnt offering on the altar. 
It wasn't just the aroma of food rising from the altar that caught the Lord's attention. It was the aroma of a free will offering to worship, to praise, and give thanksgiving that God, that got God's attention. It was the aroma of sacrifice that got God's attention. It was finally the aroma of someone loving God more than they loved themselves that got God's attention. It was the unselfish act of Noah bringing his offering before the Lord that got God's attention. It was sweet unto the Lord. It was pleasant unto the Lord. One important thing to note in the scripture here today is that the Lord did not ask Noah to build an altar. He didn't command Noah to build an altar. But Noah decided that his first act and his first priority after getting off of the ark was to reach for God and to build an altar for worship. Noah built an altar without being asked and without being commanded. Noah built an altar of his own free will unto the Lord. And the Bible says the Lord smelled a sweet savor. Amen. A pleasing aroma. And this aroma, amen, this action of prayer, this action of honor and sacrifice and thanksgiving unto the Lord from Noah moved God to make a covenant with Noah. Noah's sacrifice of worship upon the altar moved God to make a covenant with Noah. There's one thing we need to know about God. Amen. If you want to get to know God, amen, we we can't just pull information out of the air. Amen. You won't get to know God by Google today, saints. Church, let me tell you something today. Amen. You're not going to get to know God on Google. Wikipedia is not going to teach you about God. Amen. How do we get to know God? We get to know God by his word. And God wants us to know him. One thing we need to know about God today is this. When we build altars, God makes covenants. Hear me. When we build altars of prayer, of worship, of thanksgiving, of sacrifice unto the Lord. God makes covenants. An altar is defined as a place of sacrifice or slaughter. In Noah's day, he offered his most valuable animals as a sacrifice 
unto the Lord. Today, as the New Testament church, because Jesus Christ shed his blood for our sins on the cross, amen, we no longer, amen, give animal sacrifices, amen, in, in sacrifices of slaughter and death unto the Lord, but we give ourselves as living sacrifices on altars of prayer before the Lord, both public and private. And I say to us today that your private altar is more important than any public altar you ever come to. We need to come to public altars. Uh, Amen. I can't tell you how many landmarks uh, that God has made in my life, uh, how many life-defining moments that God has made in my life uh, at an altar, in a church service. Uh, Amen. But there's also some private-defining moments. In times of prayer, in times of sacrifice, in times that nobody knows about, amen, it's God's history with me in God, Edward Ford in God, hallelujah, that I said I'm going to build an altar here. God said I'm going to make a way when you make an altar. When you build an altar, I'll make a covenant with you. If you will, then I will, says the Lord. That's what an altar is. And when we give ourselves as living sacrifices upon the altar of prayer unto the Lord, it brings a sweet-smelling aroma unto the Lord. It pleases Him. It is no, or let me mention what a covenant is today. Because when we build altars, hear this in the Word of God. Hear this in the word of God today. Do do a Bible study today on altars and covenants today. When we build altars, God makes covenants. A covenant is a pledge, an allegiance, and an agreement between God and man. When we obey God's voice and obey his word, then God is faithful to keep his covenant. He says, if you will, then I will. And it is no coincidence that the first covenant by God is established after the first altar is built by man. Hear it again, church. It is no coincidence in the scripture that the first covenant we see made by God is established after The first altar is built by man, Noah. You see here, today I'm not just trying to connect some dots, but the Holy Ghost is trying to teach us something here today. If we will listen and heed to the voice of the Lord, if we will build altars of prayer and sacrifice unto the Lord, he will respond with his covenant. He will respond with his promises today. And the word of the Lord says that God is not slack concerning his promises. Amen. What he has said, he is faithful to do today. If you believe that, why don't you clap your hands and give a voice of praise unto the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What can I build for God? What can you build for God? No house can contain him. 
no church building. I know we need a new one, and we're preparing for a new one, but no church building can contain the Lord, but I can build an altar. I can build an altar. You can build an altar. Hallelujah. I can build an altar of prayer. I can please God with an altar. Noah took every clean animal, the Bible says, and every clean bird and offered burnt offerings unto the Lord. Noah offered his best unto the Lord. He offered what was costly unto the Lord. Noah said, it's not about me. As we learned, amen, in adult Sunday school today, it's not about me. It's about you. Hallelujah. He offered his best unto the Lord. And God responded with a promise that he would never again destroy the earth and all the living by means of a flood. The Lord set a rainbow in the sky as a token of his covenant with Noah. We must understand that all this response, all of God's response to Noah came after he built an altar. When we give ourselves to God as a living sacrifice, which is our reasonable service, God begins to make promises I say to us today amen that we can't try it once and then quit when we don't hear the covenant made we can't pray once and 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 get mad at God and and say God doesn't keep his promises when we don't see a breakthrough you see what has to happen is that we get we've got to get to the point amen where we are a living sacrifice we've got to get to the point where my will doesn't matter anymore your will doesn't matter anymore where the only thing left upon the altar is the will of God and it's then and only then that our worship and sacrifice comes before God as a sweet savor. The altar's not about me. The altar's not about you. We've got a messed up Christianity circulating around our world today that's outside of the context of Scripture. Amen. Where songs that are sung and messages that are preached is all about us. It's all about me getting blessed. It's all about what God's going to do for me. Oh, hallelujah. But when Noah got off of that ark, you see, it was the mercy of God that spared Noah. It was the grace of God. Amen. The Bible says that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Noah did not deserve to be spared and we think we deserve too much that's our issue in this day and time we 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 god gives us mercy and we think within ourselves i deserve that god gives us grace and we think within ourselves i deserve that let me tell you something the only thing you and i are worthy of is death David said in Psalms, if thou shouldest mark iniquities, who should stand? If you would keep count, Lord, of all the sins and all the failures, none of us could stand. 
when we give ourselves to God as a living sacrifice, which is our reasonable service. God begins to make promises. When Abraham gave Isaac his son on the altar unto God, and Abraham did not withhold his son that he loved, God began to make Abraham promises. The Lord said unto Abraham in Genesis 22, 16 through 18, this was after Abraham built an altar. This is after Abraham offered his son Isaac, whom he loves very much, the promised one. Amen. The seed of covenant. This is after Amen. Abraham offered him unto the Lord. It's after Abraham lifted that knife to slay him and offer him unto the Lord. And the angel stopped his hand and God said now I know and God responded amen in verse 16 by myself have I sworn saith the Lord sounds like a promise hello somebody that sounds like a promise saith the Lord for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son thy only son this represents what we love what's very dear to us, what we have a hard time parting with. The Lord said, amen, when you offer that, when you offer that, which means the most to you, when you offer that unto me, amen, which you have the most difficult time of letting go of, amen, God responded to Abraham in verse 17, that in blessing, I will bless thee. And in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the shore. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. Amen. I'm not only going to multiply you, Abraham, but because you build an altar, I'm going to make you mighty. Amongst your enemies. Satan can't stop you. Your enemies can't stop you. That's what happens when we build altars unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to build an altar today. He continued in verse 18. The Lord continued his promise, his covenant to Abraham after he built an altar. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because thou hast obeyed my voice. Noah built an altar without being told. Abraham built an altar because he was told. Sometimes we have a hard time with one or the other. Sometimes we want to build an altar and say, look at me. I did this without you asking. But God wants to know, can you do it when I tell you? I'm all right with not being told to do something. But if God tells me, then my flesh rises up because I don't like being told what to do. That's flesh. That's all flesh. None of us are flesh. We don't like being told what to do. Our flesh doesn't like authority. That's why our flesh needs an altar. Because my flesh needs to die. And God's saying, amen, there's a blessing on the other side of your obedience. There's a covenant on the other side of your obedience. You can't see it. You see, we read the story of Abraham, and we see the end before the beginning. 
Well, what the, about the altar in your life and my life? What covenants does God have waiting on the other side of our obedience? You see, the thing with our obedience is we, we don't technically know what God's going to do or what God's not going to do. Amen. But that's why the Bible calls Abraham the father of faith, because he believed God. God did not have to spell things out for Abraham before Abraham would obey him. He said, I trust you, God. going to build an altar he said I'm going to make you blessed I'm going to bless all the nations because you've obeyed my voice because when we build altars God makes covenants when we build altars Sacrifice, surrender, obedience. God makes covenants. I'm going to build an altar unto this God who has preserved my life. I'm going to build an altar unto this God who has rescued me from destruction. I'm going to build an altar unto this God who has been faithful unto me and who is mighty to save me. The Bible says in Psalm 103, verses 2 through 5, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. Amen. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Hey Amen. You could go ahead and have a praise break on that right there. You could go ahead and shout unto the Lord on that right there. But he continues in this word of the Lord, the Lord who satisfieth thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed. Like the eagles, the Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made his ways known unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger. And plenteous in mercy. He's slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. This God we serve is a great God. This God we serve. The next thing, next time we're worrying about the cost of the altar. Remember, we serve a great God. I'm going to read it one more time. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine. Who healeth all thy diseases.
diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. We're getting to know our God a little bit as we read the word of the Lord. Who cares what Google says? Who cares what the media says? They're wrong. We're reading about our God right here and right now. Forget what you heard. This is about our God. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfieth thy mouth We can get verse 5 up there, please. He satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord is merciful and gracious. You see, I'm going to build an altar unto this God. It's time to build an altar unto the Lord. I want us to stand for a moment. I'm going to get ready to close here. And I want us to respond. I'm going to read some more verses of Scripture. And I release you in Jesus' name to praise Him however you feel you need to in response to His Word in our lives today. We're going to make this a prayer room praise room, an altar today. So I'm just going to read the word and you just praise him how you feel. The Lord continues in verse 9, Psalm 103, verse 9. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins or according as our sins deserve nor recorded us, rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. Verse 17 says this, but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him. I've read so much to get excited about. I don't know what you're waiting on. I don't know what you're waiting on. I'm not being rude. There's so much to to get excited about. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting. Can we can we just go ahead and break protocol? I wish I had a box called protocol so I could break it right now. Can we break protocol, church? Can, can, can we can we get in the book? But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting everlasting upon them that fear him. 
gonna say one more thing. I'm gonna keep reading. As we read the word, if you feel like shouting, shout. Feel like getting out in the aisle, get in the aisle. Feel like falling on your knees and bowing down before the Lord, bow before the Lord. If you feel like going back and running around this church, go ahead and do it. Amen. Whatever you need to do to honor the Lord as we read the word of the Lord, amen, we're going to respond to him today. But you're set free in Jesus' name, but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him in his righteousness unto children's children to such as keep his covenant and to those who that remember his commandments to do them today. I want to encourage someone right now if you're not already praising him I want to take a moment to step out of your seat right now. Come on, just go ahead and begin to worship Jesus. Hallelujah. I worship you, Jesus. Go ahead and step out of your comfort zone for a little bit. God's going to get glory in this place. You see, sometimes we complain in life because we forget the faithfulness of God. Sometimes we get discouraged because we forget the faithfulness of God. But there's an old song that says, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. Thank you for your mercy. Psalms 150 says it like this. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the temple and dance. Oh, somebody needs to get set free today. Praise him with the temple and dance. Praise him with the string instruments and organs. Oh, praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Come on. Oh, come on, drums. Praise him. Yes. Let everything, let everything, let everything, let everything, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Come on, somebody. Let's praise Jesus with a shout today. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. Oh, come on, somebody, church. I'm going to praise my Savior. I'm going to build an altar prayer unto God. He deserves it. He deserves it. God deserves it. I'm going to get my praise on. I'm going to be a living sacrifice. Come on. The altar's open. It's been open. What you going to do, church? What are you going to do, church? The next move is your move. The next move is your move. I'm going to offer my praise unto the Lord. 